morning. Um, we're holding on Yotchef Hamadalaf, Bereshus Havimayri. Just to wrap up what we were finishing off with yesterday, we were discussing we were discussing the halachas of transferring a sefer Torah, transferring a sefer Torah, and then when a person's on the run from Ganovim, listim from bandits, robbers. So, if it's for the sake of the security of the Sefer Torah, is there any leniency and what is the leniency? And what we came out with is there are three, three shitters in this, seemingly. You've got Tosus who says, the way we explained it is that this, that before we come to the three shitters, there are three ways in which you can carry a Sefer Torah. You can either sit on it, which is a bizarre, it's a disgrace. You can put it over your back, which is not a bizarre, but it's not a covid either, so carry it over your back. Or you can carry it in your lap, obviously your heart, which is a show of covid, a show of, uh, of emar, yira. Those are the three options. So we said like this, according to the Ramah, the Ramah who clearly lays out that there is a mitzvah to show covid, there's an actual mitzvah, there's a chiyot to sit, be'emar, be'yira, in front of the Sefer Torah. So therefore the Ramah paskins, that if there's no, no uh, justification for it, you're not on the run, then you have to hold it b'cheka. You can't put it over your back. If you're on the run, then we are not here even to sit on it if that's necessary, because it's for the protection of the Sefer Torah, then it's mutter, maybe that's covered for the Sefer Torah in that situation. Then you've got the Rift, who's one stage down. He says, like the Rambam, there's a Chiyot to show covered to the Sefer Torah. And therefore, in a normal situation, you have to carry it, the COVID, in your lap. If you're on the run, then we don't allow you to do something of bizarre. To sit on it, we wouldn't, we'd rather you give it over to the goy, let the goy take it. But to put it over your back, which is not a COVID, but it's not a bizarre, that we allow. And then we've got Tosus, Tosus who seems to hold, there's no real, I mean, obviously it's a good thing, but there's no chiyov necessarily, no absolute chiyov to treat the safe material with COVID. You can put it over your back. As long as you don't treat it bebezoyen, it doesn't matter. So to put it over your back is 100% mutter. And if you're on the run, then you can even sit on it because it's for the sake of the Sefer Torah. Those are the three shitters. If we take a look just at the last source on yesterday's sheet, on the page 8, that was the Shulchan Aruch. Let's read the Shulchan Aruch and tell me which one of those shitters does the Shulchan Aruch fit with. If a person was going from place to place, the Sefer Torah in there, he's got the Sefer Torah with him. Lo yanichenu b'sak. He shouldn't leave it in a, uh, in a bag. V'yanichenu al gabi chama and put it on the donkey, v'yirkavalov, and ride on it. Edom enicho b'cheko. Rather, he's got to put it in his lap. K'neged libo, opposite his heart. V'uroche v'alachamor, and he can ride on the donkey like that. V'yimoyam v'fachid m'pnaz anodim. If he's afraid of Ganovim, then mutter, it is permitted. So which one, does, who does the Shulchan Aruch seem to pass in like? <laughs> it, does, it does sound like the Ramam, you are correct. It's definitely not Tosus. Definitely not Tosus, because he says black and white that if you're in a normal situation, you have to carry it in your, in your lap. It doesn't say you can put it over your back. 
Why is it not the Rama? He says that if you're escaping, then you can put it in a sack, put it on the Khamer of the Yir Kabbalah. The question is, what's that Yir Kabbalah? It just occurs to me now, does that mean on the donkeys? Or does that mean on top of the Sefer Torah? Which one does he mean? So, I mean, I've put on the sheets that it sounds like the Rambam. The truth is, the Rambam is clear. If you look at the Rambam, it says clearly, you write on top of Yir Kabbalah on top of the Sefer Torah. Is this the, um, is this more like the Rift? Um, the truth is, the riff, we haven't seen that you can actually put it... He does. He said, I mean, the riff said you can put it on the chamur which you are riding on. Is that what he means? Does he mean the Yerkavalov means ride on the... on the chamur or does he mean on top of the donkey? Uh, sorry, on top of the Sefer Torah. I mean, Yerkavalov is not traveling on the donkey. Yeah, but there's, there's the Lotions throughout. We always say the Yerka, it says the Yerka Valeyan. That, that, that was what the rift said. The rift said you can put it on the chamur shehu reshevalov, which she's riding on. You can't ride on top of it. You can't sit on top of it. So, yeah. So, as, as I said, on the sheet, I, 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 I assumed automatically it was the, the Raman, to be honest. It's not necessarily... I mean, I, I'd still probably be more likely to go with that. Because it doesn't say like the rift. I mean, you don't need to say the yotavalov. Just say the anichenu al-gabi chamur shehu reshevalov. That was the loss of the rift. The year Kabbalah means, and he should write on it, sounds like it's talking about on the, uh, on the, on the same terrace. So I'd still put my money with the Rama. Okay, I'd still put my, my, my money with the, with the, with the Rama. But, um, you probably could argue it, it's the rift. You can't actually ride this on top of it, even if you're escaping from Ganon. I mean, I, I can't disprove such a, such an idea. Al-Kaponim, the, the Aloha follows the Taz, I think it was the Shach, I think even. The Shach comes along and he says, um, the Shach says no. He says that, uh, in fact, sorry, before that, you've got the Bach. The Bach says no, we go down the rift. Even with other Sporim, even with other Sporim, you're not allowed to write, you're never allowed to ride on top of them. Never allowed to ride on top of them. The Shach says it's very nice to say that, and obviously we should do everything we can to avoid riding on top of them. But if it's necessary, we don't go down go the rift. If it's for the protection of the safer Torah, a person can do what they need, as uh, Gershon told me afterwards yesterday during uh, Christmas. Is it Christmas? Somebody hit, uh, maybe it was actually a koi, but he hit the state, the state in the, in the uh, toilet. But uh, that was the only way to, to be able to save them. So, and that's basically what the shaft says. If it's necessary, it's necessary. Whatever, it's, uh, we try and minimize the, 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 uh, the desire. On the other hand, the, the, I mean, I wouldn't say on the other hand, the Orochal Shulchan also gives just a couple of practical guidelines if a person is travelling a wagon. Perhaps the equivalent would be if you're travelling in a car. You're taking the safe potato with you. He says, whatever you do, whatever you do, do not put it on the floor underneath you. In, in the car, on the, where the feet go. That is an absolute, absolutely forbidden. That you definitely can't do. He said that at least it should be maybe on, I don't know, above you, you know, above you on a shelf, I don't know, whatever you've got there. But, uh, or maybe the absolute least in line with you, but it should never be underneath you. So that, that person's got to be very, very careful. 
So the kit to the bottom line is show as much coverage as you can to the safer tailor. If you can carry it in your lap, that is always the best thing to do. Um, and if, ne- if necessity arises, then minimize, minimize the, the, uh, the design. No, no, he's riding on it. <coughs> Why? Well, he puts it, he's got like a, a what do you, whatever you call it. A what? A pannier. Right. You know where they have the pack sacks on the... Well, the, the point is, I mean, if the donkey's big enough, you could have it sort of on the donkey and he's riding it front, or he's got it in front of him. The one point the riff makes absolutely clear is you can't ride on top of the safer toe. I think that's the Rabbi Niona. The, the Madai, you see the riff says that. Yeah, if, if you've got it on the donkey then, and you're walking, obviously there's, there's no shy there, so it's 100% fine, yeah. Definitely would be fine. Correct. Correct. That, that, that's, that, that's why one well, said you should always have it. Uh, you should have it uh, higher up. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, that's, that's definitely better. Better to have it next to you, even if it's the same level. That's definitely better than having it, uh, you know, underneath you. Again, I don't think that's so much the point. If it's learning, it's not so much the point. If it's, if it's being held in something, you know, if you're taller than the, the R and R code, that, that's not a problem. It's, um, th- there are halakhas about foreign and superior, about having them, you've got to be a razor pepper, not really. There are halakhas which are not really out, I think it's more Sugi Megillah. I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it deals with, uh, you know, the, the COVID of the base hike and COVID of the and all these sort of things. There are. And so there's halakhas about this in, in Shulchan Aruch, but uh, we're just picking out the one, the one which is Negeta. Carries on the Gemara. Omar Rechobo. We're on Yudchef Amidalus, about ten lines up, a bit less, eight lines up. Omar Rechobo, Omar Av Yehuda. No, it is ten lines. Omar Rechobo, Omar Av Yehuda. Where the two dots are there. Kolorei Hamid. Anyone who sees a maze, the Enum Elaveyu, he doesn't, he doesn't accompany the maze. He transgresses this issa of one who mocks the poor man, blasphemes his maker. And that's how the halacha, if a person sees a mace, whether it's a levaya, whether he sees a mace, the halacha is he has to accompany it for a minimum, says Rabbi Yonah, of four, four amas. It's faster than four amas. I think it's Rabbi Yonah who says that. Um, and they say that it's brought down the, the, um, the Bishkit Shuva brings, he says that if a person, if, however, it doesn't have what we call called Sorcho, it doesn't have, it's a bit, bit uh, never stick the, uh, the Leviah. It's not whatever called Sorcho, again, it's a separate figure of what's called Sorcho, but if, you have, if it doesn't have, for the Leviah, let's say, everything which is needed, and the person's Mechuyah, four Amish is not enough, he's, got to, he's actually got to go to the accompanist all the way to the Beit HaKavoris. Again, in those days they used to literally walk all the way to the Beit He'd have to accompany it as far as is necessary to give due cover to the to the mace. But otherwise, four amas is a minimum. 
Yeah, if it would be making out a minion, yes, correct as well. If he sees it along the way, then he'd be mechuyot to, presumably, to, to uh, accomplish him. Um, Halveu, we'll see. Hilaveu. Hilaveu, that'd be Lenin, yeah? That's Hilbothel, I suppose. Hilaveu, yeah. So, if, if he did accompany it, Master Chara, what is his reward? What does he, what does he get in reward? Omar Avasi, Olova Kosla, maybe an amazing thing. The Prophet says about him, the Prophet actually says, Malve Hashem, Chaynein Dal, um, which is Chaynein Dal means he shows Chanina, he shows like a favor to the poor, Umachabda, and he honors him, Chaynein Ebyo, um, sorry, again, I should really translate the first, first part. Malve Hashem, Chaynein Dal. Now we, we read it, Malve, we're reading it as Malava. That's what she says, right? Koribe Malava. I think that's the way he means you should read it. Yeah. You should read it Malava. Hashem says that Malava Hashem, that Kaviyochel, somebody who is training dal, somebody who shows favor to the poor man, i.e. the dead, Hashem considers it as if he's been Malava the Mokhan. He's been Malava HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Somebody who accompanies the dead, the, the, the poor man, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I consider Kaviyochel as if he accompanies me. And Malava is somebody who shows um, Somebody is showing honor to Hashem if if he shows uh, due favor and covet to the poor man. So the kitzah, the reward is, Hakadosh Baruch says that if you show, if you accompany the mate, the poor man, I consider it as if you've accompanied me, as if you've shown me honor. That's the um, obviously, and therefore the reward is tremendous. Rashi, I mean, maybe, but Rashi says all the way. Um, if you look at Rashi, it's not Malava, he says, somebody is Malava than me, Ki'ilu Malava es Hamokhe. Yeah, yeah, okay. it, could, it could be that Arvind Farshim will learn like that. But, uh, yeah. Carries on the Gemara. Rabbi Chiyah and Rabbi Yonasan have a shockley for Ozzi Bebe Sakvaris. Rabbi Chiyah and Rabbi, sorry, Rabbi Yonasan. Rabbi Yonasan were walking through, they were literally taking, but they were walking, taking a stroll through the Bebe Sakvaris. The sitzes, the tchelet of Rabbi Yenison were hanging down over the over the kvorim. So Amale Rabbi Chia, so Rabbi Chia said to him, "Daniel, lift them up." Kedesha la Yomer, in order that the Mason shouldn't say, "Lemachar boynet zeinu." Tomorrow they're coming to us. They're going to die in you know in the not just too distant future. The Achshon Mecharsin is on, and now they're they're making fun of us. They're literally blaspheming us. No, that's because Loegel or us, they're sort of, you know, tant- tantalizing these, dangling these uh, sitters down and just say, look at these, you know, look at the mitzvahs we've got. So, before, before we go on, you see here, it, it, it would imply that the iser is not to have your sitters showing. That's not the iser. The iser is to have your sitters dangling down on the kabbalah. Says the Rabbi Yoyna, that was only in those days. Because in those days, you have to realize, people wore four-cornered four garments. That was the norm. They didn't especially make a talis, as we do, talis cotton, the talis goggles to put tits on. They put tits on their garments. And therefore, for them to have the, to, if, the, if you have the tits showing, that's not making fun. We're, we're wearing our clothes, we've got a chiyot to wear the tits, so what do you want of that? 
It says the Rabbin Yonah, but nowadays, nowadays where we bedaffle, we put on a full corner garment just to be able to be the kind of mitzvah, says Rabbin Yonah, you're not even allowed to have your sitzes showing. You've got to take off your, your beggars. Says the Bishyosif, however, he clarifies, it doesn't mean you've got to take off the beggars. As long as you cover the sitzes, he proves that he says, as long as you cover the sitzes, that is sufficient. And that's where it comes from, that when a person goes into to a Beisach Moros, goes to a Levaya, he should cover his sitzes. Okay, he should cover his sitzes. Um, yeah, he says even, I mean, there, there's a prima god who wants to say that, uh, let's say, if you're wearing a talus goggle, again, I don't know if you've seen somebody going to a Beisach Moros with a talus goggle, but he, he wants to say, maybe that's a, that's a double caution, maybe you have to take off the talus goggle. So, so a bit, and the Mishkura says, no, same idea, you can continue wearing it, just cover the sits. As long as the sits are covered, not a problem. Um, fine. Says the, let's, let, let's, let's take a look, a look at the Tosis. The Tosis discusses now, what is, what exactly is this, uh, why is there very glorosh? Why is there making fun? What is the situation with the, with the Mason? He said the Meir of Bethiah said to Rabbi Yenos, and they're going to say, no, tomorrow they're coming to us, and they're, they're, they're making fun of us now. He says with Tamar, it's a wonder. Surely we say in Sechus Menachos, that at that time, that and others, that they're dead, we're preparing the dead, that I will mean on them. We definitely literally put on them, we, we put it on, we... Pirish, I mean to say, no sin sitsis bitalis They put sitsis on the on the talis of the mace. So why is there loy glorosh? The mace is also wearing sitsis. Mishum loy glorosh, and it's the Gemara. Why do you put it on there? Because of loy glorosh. So why do I have to cover my sitsis? The Yeshloma answers Tosus, the Hoki Pirish, this is what it means to say, half over here. The Mavaishin has done that we're embarrassing them. With the fact that we are Metsuva, we are commanded to do the Mitzvah. And for the Mason, they may have very much got the Sitzes there, but they're not commanded to do the Mitzvah. The God of the the Chudu, the Gemara says, God of the the Eser, somebody who's commanded and does the Mitzvah is greater than somebody who's not commanded and does the Mitzvah. Probably not. No, but what, what it means? No, what, what, what it means is it could. Yeah, but it could be. No, that, that, that's, that's not necessarily true. Even if they're the chovshim and amitzvah is a separate sugya. We, I'm just thinking. Does it cut? I think it may, we may come to this. I'm trying to remember why now, but I think later on we, we may come to this. I have to remember where. But um, there is there is a very strong start to say that even a mate if you learn according to many Roshonim there's, no, there's not going to be any mitzvahs after Tchiyat HaMetim they still say, say some, some Roshonim that uh, it doesn't that still the, the gains of doing the mitzvah will still be there the Moshe because the, the people uh, you know the Tchiyat HaMetim of Yechezkel so uh, it says they put on they put, they, they put on Tfilin. so that's one of the riots they say you see after Tchiyat HaMetim there's going to be mitzvahs I said someone to be mechadik, not that that's not the final chiyat One of the pshat in there is that it, that it still achieves the kedusha of the mitzvahs is still achieved. Yes, that's, that's, that's the line. I'm saying 
I've got, I've got, I've got proof that even for the mace. Even when he's a mace. There's, there's a Rashbaugh, which they, the Rishonim argue, but I, I want to explain exactly about that. The Rashbaugh says that a mace is like a cotton. And therefore, even though a cotton, he's got nothing wrong with the cotton eating the Nevela, but you have to take away, you can't feed him the Nevela. So, so do they say, you can't feed the mace, you can't put him in Kilai. This is totally a Nizal. It's going to come later on. It will come. It'll come back where it is. Sorry? Not necessarily because it's Chiyas HaMesim. Not necessarily because it's Chiyas HaMesim. The Rashi, they all ask. They say, what's, what's what? He's dead and he's alive. What's one? Where's the stone when we come to it? It'll come later on. It does. It comes later on in, in Malachi. Maybe. 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 Um, fine. So, I, 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 I think I've got a text which I want to explain with that Rashi. But anyway. I think, but so we'll, we'll see about this question. I'll go upon it, and that's in the Maitre Zahalotha. Even though Shulchan Aruch says, it says when it comes to, uh, let's say, I think it's talking about undertakers, but um, it says that even, it says that Shulchan Aruch says, if in places where they don't put this, we're going to see this different in Hawking, in places where they don't put the citrus on the, on the mason, then the undertakers have to be careful to cover, to cover their citrus. So the post, the 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 uh, the Nagan, the Morgan Avram says no, like this answer here. So Ross says it as well that even if they are wearing sitters, you shouldn't have your sitters showing. Even in places where they bury the, the dead with sitters, you shouldn't have your sitters showing because it's still there's an element of regular Rosh, because we are not there and they are not. Therefore, the halacha doesn't make a difference. I don't know what they what, what do they do here? They bury with sitters without sitters. Are you with cautious or without? Because we're going to see different in Hogan. Sorry? One corner cut off. Right. So, uh, so here, definitely, definitely there, 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 there wouldn't be a shida because there's not, uh, there'd be a problem of Logalorus. But even in places, I don't know, I don't know if there are places nowadays, which do, I don't know what the final minag is, but uh, where, if they were to say, this is our locker, this is among Abram, this is among the is that we, sisters must be covered within the vicinity of a mate. What do you mean? So that's, that's, that's what we, just, we discussed here, yesterday. We said the cotton, the final adult from the Shabura says, <coughs> the cotton may have been a shaman of a goblin and therefore it's a uh, it's, uh, rosh. As opposed to an isha. Oh, you mean if he's in a base house forest? Yeah, but, yeah, but you, 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 you can say, you, you say that the father, the Mitzvah So, no, even, even if you say it's on the father, there's an element of Mitzvah Vaita here. There's an element of Mitzvah Vaita, it may not be the cotton, it may be the father. Yeah, interesting question, what, what about a cotton? Okay. Um, so it says, carries on to this. As for the, for that, uh, we, you know, we say in, in Menachah to be buried, after with sitters because of Loi Glorosh, that means they, they put the Chutim on the Mason, um, as we said, but nowadays you should know that we take them off, says Tosis. And that's what the Gemara says, in those days they did, but we take them off. Well, my Shinar, ask Tosis, but why? What's the difference? Why have things changed? Omer Rabbi Nitam, answer Rabbi Nitam, Dafka Haim Shah Yuragidam Kunam Khayam Lil Bash Talis. Dafka in those days, 
that they would wear, as we said, they would wear a talus, the talus comes with four corners, the little sits and swear sitsis, the gamma khalaikim by Amishan sitsis, and also all the people busy with the Mason, they had sitsis. But the regular rosh would have been regular rosh. In Lo Yalam sitsis, they didn't have sitsis. So therefore they put sitsis on them, even if perhaps they had to be covered, but no, there'd be an element of regular rosh. Omishim is a sieve, or because it writes in the Whereas nowadays, nowadays not everyone has to, because nowadays you read in Shulchan Aruch, you know, a lot of people don't wear kosher sitzes anyway. Right? Nowadays, maybe, you know, Akshari Dori is sort of saying that things are better, and it's times gone by, especially people, not everyone wore kosher sitzes, so therefore we take them off the mason. It's not such an element of regular rush. Or maybe the reason why nowadays we take them off the mason is because it writes, Le Dore Tom, and we dash Le Dore Tom. Only a perfect generation there's a mitzvah of sitzes. Avol onu be'asperas shegam v'chayenu even during our lifetime e'min al'kinu lo be'ashtom is sitzes we don't normally wear sitzes all the time i'avi ramin onu if we put them on the mason havi k'mei leglarosh that would be a bigger leglarosh as if to say you know it, it, it's like patronizing it's going to be a bigger leglarosh now they're dead they wear the sitzes during their lifetime they didn't so it would be a bigger leglarosh the Chitema, if you're going to say that not in the from Shoyalam Bechayem, okay, so let's put them on the ones who did wear sitzes during their lifetime. Right, you know, Rav Scheinberg should definitely have sitzes on his, uh, somebody like that, who's so much good on the mitzvah. So he says, no, because in Cain, if so, you're Legal Arash, and I'll be Legal Arash for the others. Uh, this person has sitzes. After all, the other mason, we don't put sitzes on. So you can't win. So therefore, we don't put them nowadays, where the general, generally people are not being, being the kind of mitzvah as they should. Therefore, we, um, therefore, we don't put, we take them off. The Oedamir Rabbeinitam, furthermore says the Rabbeinitam, Sheshoma Miyamshe Lutir, Lutir, he heard from the people of this place, the Mesirim Atsitsis, they take off the Sitsis, you know why? The Sitsis Oedel Leminyam Tariyad, in Cheskotin at the Chamesh Kishon, as you know, Sitsis together, if you, the, 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 the Gematria with the eight strings, the five, the five uh, knots, makes up Tariyad. Vim loibesh, uh, if you wear sitsis when, when a person's dead, nirakit ilukiye in salatoyah. It's as if to say, it looks like, ah, oh, you kept the whole total. Umechtik shikra, that looks a bit like a lie. He's going to the Olam Ha'emes, you don't put uh, sitsis on there. So sitsis is there only here, that's not correct. The gamchayim also, lomadev shikra, in which case, why are we wearing sitsis nowadays? Even when a person's alive. Hanalukim in salatoyah kula, do people keep the whole total? The truth is, I mean, Elulay Dibre Tosus, you could have answered, I mean, I, I would have said, and Tosus is going to say something anyway, but there's a big difference. We wear them as a Zechira to remind us to do the mitzvahs. When a person's dead, he's Chopshim in a mitzvah, why are you putting sitzvahs on? It looks like as if to say, oh, he kept all the mitzvahs, that, that's Metzik Shikra. Nowadays, you saw somebody wearing sitzvahs, you wouldn't say, oh, he must be a Zal Tzadik. He's wearing this sitzvahs because of a Zechazim or something. Apparently, uh, that's what I would have answered for that, but actually that's it. But okay, Tosa says, that's not a good enough reason. Umiru says, He says, look, at the end of the day, fine, we've given very good reason why it's legal or us to put Tosa on. So Tosa says, we've got a bit of a problem though. At the end of the day, the Gomorrah says, we do put Tosa on the, on the Mason. With all the Sephardis in the world, you can't just do away with the Gomorrah. So we're saying it's a bigger regular rush because, because, uh, because it, you know, they didn't keep it during their lifetime, now you're putting it on. So, so how can you do, do away with the Gemara? 
So since we rely on Mesecha Samachas, Shetiba Abba Shalavonov, the Abba Shali commanded his children, Hatila Techelet Mi Apilyoni. Take off the Techelet from the Apilyoni. Which basically means the, these are the, the clothes which they're, which they're going to bury the mason in. Yeah, here means take it off. Even though normally it means put on, here means take them off. So, even though the Gemara argues on it, there are places where we, we don't go like the Gemara, but on earth and we go like other Sephardim. Come for example, when do we do the, uh, we, we do the, the after Chazen Yishayahu, which is on Shabbat off. Now, if you look at the Gemara, the Gemara says in Megillah, when do they do Chazen Yishayahu? I think only if it's, yeah, if it's the Rosh Chodesh, it's Chal on Shabbos, no? Yeah, this is what the Gemara Whereas we go like the Pesikta, which is, no matter when, the Shabbos beforehand, we do, um, we do Chazen Yishayahu. Only if it's on the Shredish, right, because of such a Yeah. Vayichal, another example is Vayichal. She is the Gemara, the Gemara Megiddo says, the Batanis came in Barachas and Kalodis. We read the Parsha Barachas and Kalodis. Do we do that on the Tanis? Do we do that on Sunday? No, we do Vayichal. Where did that come from? It's also. With a Mesecha Sofer, in the Parish Vayichal, it's from Mesecha Sofer. So, therefore, so too here, with removing the sisters, even though the Gemara says you do put sits on an ace, we rely on this Masechah Samachos where it says there uh, he said to take off the uh, to take the sit- take off the sitzes right they, they said out Menorah and I've got a note here that uh, Menorah says that uh, the Rosh says and I, I mean it's actually a Rosh he says it means take off the sitzes take off the tzedes that's what we rely upon for Ritzvah your Rogil Shalelasira Menachonos the Ritzvah his Menach was to make a compromise he didn't take them off Ere Lekoshra Mulehatzom Masechachonos he would tie them up and put them in the corner. La fukim in afshayim in plukta. So somehow take himself out of the machlokas. I mean, chayom and sitzis. If they're chayom and sitzis, yeshlam sitzis. They got sitzis. They love, and if if it's legal or rash to put sitzis on them, chayim mechutin at least they're covered. So it's like uh, some sort of compromise. They're wearing the sitzis, but they're covered. So it's, we've got a little bit of uh, something in between. We've been behind the gemara in in uh, in uh, monotos. On the other hand, it minimizes the regular os, this uh, patronizing idea that during the lifetime they didn't keep the sits, but then he said covered. It's, it's uh, some, somewhere in between. But as we said, whatever they do is we said, nowadays they cut off, they cut off the corner, uh, cut off one corner, but therefore there's no question, bottom line is, we're about to continue in the Gemara, but the bottom line is, it's not just you can't have the sits hanging down on the Gemorrah, the sits must be covered. That's what Rabbi Chia, but Rabbi Chia has said to Rabbi Yenah, and says Rabbi Yenah, don't have them hanging down. Because otherwise the Muslims are going to say, ah, oh, tomorrow these people are coming to us, they're going to die, and now they're making fun of us. So now begins a very, very fascinating uh, sugya. I mean, all sugyas are fascinating, but uh, you'll see why I say this soon. Um, Omale, so Rabbi Yenah said to uh, Rabbi Chia, right, we're five lines up, Umiya de Kulehai, do the Mason really know so much of what's going on? Oh, you're talking about, you know, they're, they're, they're saying, you know, they're making fun of us, they're coming to us, they really know what's going on, they're dead, they're gone. But Oxfam surely arrives, the Mason don't know anything. So Amalei Surabichia said to him, 
In Karif, if you read, if you, you know, you've read Sukkim, Lo Shanit, he obviously didn't do Chazor, he didn't do it a second time. And in Shanit, if he did it a second time, Lo Shilash, he didn't do it a third time. And in Shilash, if he did it a third time, Lo Pishulach, they never explained to Pshat and the Pasuk. Before we go on and see Pshat and the Pasuk, there's, a, I think, a, a very big Yisod uh, in Rashi here. Rashi says, Lo Shanit, he didn't do it a second time. Says Rashi, L'chazal to'olol tam sheinit. You didn't go to it a second time. Rashi doesn't say chazorah. What does Rashi say? See, it's about 10, 12 lines up. K'day shetisplaining boy. And there are people who have made, made this point. When it comes to chazorah, it doesn't mean, uh, you know, I've learned it once and now the second time, you're laying it like this. The chazorah should be learning it like the first time. That's the idea of chazorah. The second time means to go through it methodically work it through a second time because very often the second time you can get find certain points so it's the third time apparently up to four times because he said the third time if you did it a third time maybe this is based on the Gemara in, in, in Erevin I mean in fact it says here a third time but they, they didn't explain it to you the Gemara says in Erevin until you've learned it four times it's not considered learned four times is just learning it then you start Hazar That's, uh, that's, that's something else. That's with the Chazorah. So you should remember retain it. Yeah. That's the 40 times. Here we're talking about learning. There are those who learn from the Gemara Aven. Until you learn it four times, Chazorah, we're not, we haven't even entered the Chazorah stage. This presumably is where Rashi gets it from. I mean, from the Gemara, but, I mean, you can see it from the, from the, uh, from the context that has to be like that. If you, if you read it the first time misunderstood the Pothuk, you're not going to understand any better the second time unless you're explaining on it. Casey says, obviously, the second time you didn't understand it, you did it a third time, and you still didn't get it right. It must be, you know, no Pirishulov, they, they never explain to you the right shot. Maybe the Pirishulov is saying the fourth time, I don't know. I don't know if it goes mother's hand in hand. But what you do see with Rashi is, the idea of Chazor is not just to run, run through it, it's just for memory. It's more, it's to pick out the, the points you didn't understand. So, says the Gemara, so what is Pshat? Says Rabbi Chia, I'll tell you Pshat. Let's go back a little bit in that, in that uh, passage. It says because the living, they know they're going to die. This refers to Sadiqim, they're called the Chayim. Because even when they die, they continue living. Shanaim, as it says, we had him earlier, Ben Ishchai. The Ben Ishchai. Who, by the way, that's why the Benishchai, the, I mean, the Benishchai, he was called the Benishchai because he said he, he knew that he was a, a Gilgal or he had a Chedek of the Neshama of an Oyov and Based on this passage. An Oyov and Iyod, the Benishchai, he was the son of a living man, Rav Payalim, the Gemara is going to dash me to him soon, so Rav Payalim, Mikab Sa'el, Mikab Sa'el, Hu Hekar Eshene Ariel, he smote the two, basically we're going to say, lions, Mayov, uh, of Mayov, I'll translate for the time being, Yorad, and he went down the Hikar and he smote the, the, the lion, the Sochabur, in the pit, on the day of snow. What's going on in this possible? Top of your test on the base. Benish Chai. What do you mean he's a Benish Chai? Also, Kuriyama, Benemeisinyenu. Is everyone else a son of dead people? What do you mean, Benish Chai? Ela benish chai, what does it mean benish chai? Shafida b'misoto koru chai. That even when he's dead, he's still considered living. 
Perhaps you could say it's through his children, that's why it's Ben Ishchai. The son is what keeps the father living. Because that's what we say when the, the, the child is then brought uh, whether it's the Talmudim, the same idea. We say when the Talmudim say over the, the Torah of their Rebbe, what does it say? To the face of Bakeva. They're still living. All these sort of ideas are set back. He continues living through that. Fine. Now we've brought the posse. Let's just continue on. Rav Payalim. Mikabzel. He's doing a lot of work. Mikabzel, what does that mean? Sheribo Vikibet Payalim Latera. That he increased and he gathered together lots of workers for Torah. got lots of Talmudim together. Vuhu Hiko Es Shenei Ariel Moel. What does that mean? He smoked the two Ariel the Moel. What does that mean? He didn't leave anyone like him. He was more righteous than anyone in the first place. I the second place. I mean, this was like what to do with the Shnei Ariel and Moel. So Rashi says earlier on the previous Amos. Rashi says, read the Rashi there towards the bottom, the last six lines of Rashi there. Who hiccup? He lowered the years of the generations Mishnei Mikdashim of the two Bote Mikdash. There was no one in those generations like him. Ariel is their Beit HaMikdash, that refers to the Beit HaMikdash. Shinamad says, Hoi Ariel, Ariel, Kiryas Khano David. It's referring to the Beit HaMikdash. And Moyov, why is it, what's Moyov got to do with it? Al Shem Shabbinai David, because David built it, or Shalomo, but David set the foundation. The Ochimiris HaMoyavio came from Rus the Moyavite. In other words, he sort of uh, put them, he made them look, uh, he made them look low because yeah, he was so great, he made them look low. Yeah. Tosus learns that Boston Tosus there learns slightly, slightly different. Shnei Ariel Moel, I'll shame David and Shlomo, because of David and Shlomo, Shabon and Tabayis, they built the Bayis, Ubo Mira Samaravio. Now, I'm, I'm wondering, I don't know, does Tosus mean to say, Rashi learns Shnei means years? Yeah? Rashi's learning the Pshat and the Potuk, that uh, where's it gone? Benish Chai, Rabbi Mikabzel, who Hikar, he smoked a Shenei the years, that's what it seems to be, of Ariel, the Beit Hamikdash, Moyov, which was built by, um, was built by David. Okay? He doesn't make mention of, of, uh, of, of Shlomo, because we're not talking about, uh, maybe, maybe that, that's not the point, but it's the Beit Hamikdash, he says, and he seems to learn the Shenei is the years. He says, Hushbelet Hashonim. Tosus would seem... In fact, you know what you... you no, no, I'm, I'm wrong. I, I was going to say... Because I don't know whether you could have learned... You don't see it from Tosus. Really, you don't see it from Tosus either. Whether you could have learned Shnei Ariel is the two Bote Mikdash. You don't see it from, from Tosus either, either like that. Was, was, uh, was like an Ari. It was like a Kellis. I don't know if it says because that it was called an Ariel because of that. It does say that. It does say that only in the first place something was shaped like a lion and the second one was like a Kellis. I don't know if it says because that it was only called an Ariel in the first place something was. I don't know. So, I, mean, I, I don't recall it saying that. But, uh, yeah, that, 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 the only really real difference there is, is the, is the, the Shlema Melech. But, okay, that's, I'll go point, and that's the way he's learning it. He lowered the years 
Okay, he lowered the, you know, sorry, he lowered the people of the years of the two Botei Mikdash. Fine. Carries on the Gemara. And he went down and he smote the lion, the Sechabur, within the pit, on the day of... No, what does that mean? Ikat Omi, there are those who say, the Tabri Kizizi de Barzo, he broke the, the pieces of, uh, of ice, the Nochas, the Tovan, and he went down and tovled in the mikvah. So they learned, well, you're right, he went down to the mikvah, the Hikoyat Ha'ari, um, the Sochabur, means in the pit, and all the mikvah, the Yemasodic, on the snowy day on, when, when it was icy, um, possibly in order to learn the. the, the uh, According to Rashi, it's, it's, it's in order to learn. Maybe, maybe that, that's, that's the, the reference to the, to, the, uh, to the Ari. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says, why did he go down to Tovel? Rashi says, Because he was a Baal Keri. He was a Baal Keri, and therefore he wanted to be Otik in Tovel. Therefore he went down to the Mikvah. What's the problem with that? That holds in. You can't learn Torah if a person's a Balkari. We're not talking about Tum or Sun. We're talking about we can't learn Torah. Presumably Rashi gets that because it says, Who here Ari? What's the Ari? We're going to see in a second. Ari refers to Torah. But why would it say that he went down, he's a Balkari? That only came about in Ezra. It was a, it was a Tachon of Ezra. See, this is way before Ezra. You're saying it was it was it was The mic is not my question. I mean, it's, it, when I say it's, not, it's, it's an obvious question, Tosis asked the question, not here. I think it's uh, because they get some science to it, um, and Tosis argues because of it. Tosis says it's, it was nothing to do with with uh, with, with Torah. But I wanted to say that this exact idea that it's not of, Ezra was Mechayev people. Ezra came along with Masakin. You have to go to Mikra. There's no question about it. The, the, the Torah is uh, learning B'Kusha V'Tara is, is about the Torah. And based on that, this strengthens the argument. We'll, we'll get to the studio coming up later in the parak about Tarkonas Ezra. But even if Tarkonas Ezra was bottled, there are those who say as a result of it, maybe there's a backup from this Gemara, that even if the Tarkonas Ezra was bottled, fine, a person not the to go to Mikvah. But if a person can, the Torah is a different Torah. Therefore, especially when they say when it comes to to learning uh, Kabbalah, if there's anyone here who learns uh, Nista, they say there, there's definitely no question about it, because it's, it's uh, for that, this is what we learn from it. It's not a question of Chiyuv, or not from the Chiyuv. The Tachanas Ezra was only bottled because it wasn't possible to, pe- people found it too hard. And the, the raya to this, by the way, is, it's not a Chiyuv, is? Exactly, praise me. We're not talking about he putting himself in danger, because that's something that wouldn't be uh, something to praise him for. It was Mamash was so icy that he was going to, uh, you know, it was dangerous. They say about the Arizal that he won, you know, his, his, his mother once, because uh, he was very ill, I think, as a child, his mother said to him she didn't want him to go to Mitzvah. See, listen, you can't put yourself in danger. I mean, that, that's, that's, uh, that's obviously his Chosin uh, Shaker. So obviously, it's not putting himself in danger. So if, it's not, if it's not danger, so why are we praising him if it's a Chiyot? Rather, it must be it wasn't a Chiyot.
If he's, if he's, if he's, yeah, but he's talking about, he's talking about even if it's not a Baal Kelly, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so he's talking about Kedusha. There are those say that, but I think some say it's going to say Sabbath Kedusha. This is that the, the Hasidim is known, it's going to say Sabbath Kedusha. That's the, the Mahalik, the Gaon, the Gaon held, there's no such thing. But it's based on our results. Yeah, the, the, the thing about it, because the, the, the is maybe there was a tip or whatever, that they start to think as well. That everyone would agree, if you're Cheshvi, you're Cheshvi. But the Tsevet Kedusha is a, is a... That's what he's talking about, the Kedusha, I think. Yeah, there's... Which, uh... That's, that's the... That's the that's what we'll talk about when, when we get to the Sugi of Tatan and Tzedra. Carries on the Gemara. The Ikhda the Omni... Ikhda the Omni... There are those who say the Tana Sifra of the Beirav. There are those who learn the Sifra of the Beirav. Sorry, he, he taught the Sifra of the Beirav the Yom of the Sifra on the wintry days. Rashi says... Uh, Tosha says... Meho Ari Doris. It's asking from the Ari. To Chomer Shabbosphorim. It's the most... Uh, it's a very, very difficult thing. That's why it's called the Ari. And the Sechabur... To Be'emsar Shabbosphorim. It's in the middle of the Shabbosphorim. Right? Because... Bang in the middle. And therefore, it's... Uh, that's why... It's, that's how he dashes it. It's like this. So therefore, he dashes the Apostle like this. Not that he went to Mikvah. He went down and he smote the line on that he took on the challenge of the Sifra de Beira, which is the Chomash of Isforim, the Sechabur, which is in the midst of all the other... the other Isforim, the Yonah Sholeg, on the... on the... Um, on the wintry day. Right? It's in the middle, because it's Teirah Kainim. Right, Rosh says, Sifra de Beira, it's Teirah Kainim, Vayikra, it's in the middle, the third of the five books, and therefore, that's why, that's how we explain the Potsit there. Al-Koponim, what you see from all of this is, what we want from this is, the Pshat is, that when it says, um, Going back to the original part, Kiachayim Yodim Shiamusu, it refers to the people, to the Tzadikim, who even when they're dead, then Ishchai, they're still considered to be living. And now coming to the part which Rabbi Chiyo thought then, they don't know what's going on, it doesn't mean the Masons don't know anything. Eder Rishoyim, this refers to Rishoyim, Shebechayeim Kuriyim Masons, even during their lifetime they're called Masons, Shenemon says, Vato Chodol Rosho, you are a cholol, empty, a corpse, a rosha, Nisi Yisrael, the prince of Yisrael. You see, he's a rosha, therefore he's a cholol. He's a dead person, even during his lifetime. The Iba is or you could say, Mihocha, it's from here. The Bible says, I am Adim, by the word of two Adim, two witnesses. Oshalosha Adim, or three witnesses. Yumatamis, the may shall be put to death. Death. Chayu be still alive. He will be put to death, but he's still alive. Why do you say you're not son is? El Ames me Koro. Shat is, he's already dead. If he's Chayyab Mithim, he's with the Rosha, he's already made before, he's already dead before they put him to death. The Nei Rabbi Chiyah, not for Kalekiriyasa. The children of Rabbi Chiyah, they went out to the, uh, to the uh, countryside, to the fields, to check, as she says, to check what the fields needed. Um... So, whilst they were walking, you know, they were, they were going through, through their learning, and they forgot their learning. They were pushing themselves, they were exerting, they were feeling a lot of pain to try and remember their learning. So one of them said this to his brother, he said, Does our father know about the style we're going through now, trying to remember our learning? So he said, sorry, not a question, he knows about the pain that, that, uh, that we're feeling. The other one said, How does he know? He doesn't know the pain. So, surely he writes in the Potuk, 
their children will feel the weight, knowledge, the pain, but it won't be known, he won't know anything about it. Do you see that the father doesn't know of the pain of his children? After, after he's dead, he doesn't know. The other one said, he doesn't know about the pain. But surely he does know of things. Because it says, that his, his uh, flesh upon him, we're talking about the maze, he'll be in pain from it. And his, uh, his soul will mourn over his death, over the, or over the pain. But Omar Rabbi Yitzchak, and Rabbi Yitzchak says, Kosha rim on the mace, kemachat sebesarachai. That the burning and the, the breakdown of the body is so hard, it's so painful for the mace, it's like putting a needle into the, into the flesh of a living person. Now, before we go any further, the Maharal says, very important, he says, only fools think that this means literally that the mace feels the pain of the, uh, you know, the break down the body. It means the spirit, the, the body which is being prepared for Tzriyasamesa. He says that, whatever that means, but he says, don't get the wrong end of the stick and think the, you know, the physical body feels this pain. So I'll compare him what you see is, that the mace does know he feels pain. So Omri, they said, no, Bitsaro de Tuyod, yeah, they know about their own pain. The Bitsaro de Acharino, Loyodu. They don't know about the pain of others. Also, more of a life. They don't know about the pain of others. So, Tanya, surely we've learned from a brighter. There was a story with a certain chosid. It's going to start the story. We'll possibly read through the story. Tomorrow we'll try and explain it a little bit. We'll just read it, and for the moment we have to take it as it says it. There was a story with a certain chosid. He gave a dinar, a coin to an oni in the, in the evening. Sorry. It was on Ere Rosh Hashanah, it was in the years of famine. So he told to Isha, when his wife found out about that, she said, how can you do that? You're just giving away our money. She got all annoyed with him. So, she's throwing it to him. See, that night, it was Rosh Hashanah night, he went and spent the night in the Beisach Forest. He heard two spirits of two made him speaking to one another. One said to the other, my friend, come, um, come, let's literally fly through the world, we'll hear from behind the defense in Shomayim, what punishment is coming, coming uh, to, the, to the world this year? You know, it's Rosh Hashanah. So, Omer al-Khaber, so the other one said to the first spirit, I'm not able to. Because I've been buried in a mat of reeds. And therefore, as we'll see tomorrow, I'll explain tomorrow about the Shem, but my, 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 uh, I've been trapped. I can't get out. Rather, you should go. Whatever you hear, come back and immediately tell me about it. So the first spirit went along, the shot flew off, and it came back. And the second one said to it, Tell me, what did you hear? Omarosa, she said to her, Shomati, I heard, anyone who plants the, the field, plants the seed, in the first rain, it comes, Yudzayim Malcheshvan, Borod Malkeshe, by the time the rain comes, it'll already be hard, and uh, the, the, the hailstones will come and break it all up. 
They end up with nothing. So Halachu, he went to Lod, the Zorabiribiashmiya. He sowed in the he waited a little bit until the second rain, and then he sowed. So what happened? Shekala Elon Kudai. This cost in other words. Shekala Elon Kudai, the whole world lock off. It got because but when the borrowed came down it was they'd already the project had gone hard, so it got smitten by the borrowed. Shalolo locker, whereas his didn't because it was soft, it sort of just moved with the borrow. The Shonoacheres, the next year, Tolak was on the Vizad Boris. He once again, he thought this was a brilliant, you know, brilliant, brilliant idea. So he went back, the Poshmah Shadows, he went back the next year. And the Shonoacheres, the Shonoacheres, the Shonoacheres, he heard the two spirits speaking with one another. So one said to the other, again, come, let's go fly through the world, we'll go here from behind the fence, and what punishment is coming to the world. So the other one said, my friend, I already tell you, I can't, I told you last year, I'm trapped in a, in a mass of reeds. You should go, whatever you hear, come and tell me. She went along, the Shoto and she, the first pair went, Uvan came back, the other one said to her, tell me, what did you hear? I heard the opposite. This year is going to be the opposite. Anyone who waits for the second um, rain, then the blast, the wind will come along, and it'll be too weak. It's already, you know, still too uh, weak, and it'll be smitten by the, the blasting wind. So, Hola Vazora this cottage, he went and sowed in the first rain, and everyone obviously waited for the second one because they thought, well, we'll have a repeat of the previous year. And what happened? The whole world got. You know, wiped away by the, by the, everyone else's project got blown away. The Shalolo Nishaf, his wasn't cut. So Omerle Isis, his wife said to him, Why was it last year, the whole world, it got us, Nisim Shalacholelok and yours didn't? And this year, yours has got, uh, you know, everyone else got blown away by the wind. The Shalacholelok Nishaf, and yours hasn't. What's going on here? So Sokhla Volim, Hadolu, he told her the whole, the whole story. Let's we'll see tomorrow what happens.